Welcome to A Break From The Grind. I'm your host, Jason, and this is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. Hey, Jason, guess what? What? We have a very special guest on the podcast this evening. Is is DP back? No, no, Darth Peachy is not back on the podcast. Okay, who's back? I said special, but not like <laughs> special like Darth Peachy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we have Mr. Mike Wright from the Fantasy Footballers Podcast on the line. Hey, Mike, go ahead and say hi. What's going on, everybody? I appreciate the invite. Mike, we appreciate you accepting the invite. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, why would you lower yourself to come on this <laughs> show? <laughs> hey, man, we're, me and George go back. I mean, I, just, I, I appreciate it. I'm always, I'm always up to hang out, talk to cool people. Oh, we appreciate that. And uh, The check's in the mail for, for saying we go back and cool people. Good. Good. <laughs> So uh, if you want to if you want to start off, can you uh, tell some of our listeners like they don't know uh, who you are, where you're from, any kind of pertinent information you'd like to share? Sure. What's going on, everybody? I'm I'm Mike from the Fantasy Footballers. We're a fantasy football podcast. We uh, our focus is you know I would say mostly redraft dynasty, and we're all about uh, just making sure that you're having fun playing fantasy football. We we can get caught up in and winning and look not to take away winning is very very fun and we want to help you win your league but there's other aspects to fantasy football that that can get lost out there when you're just just buried in numbers so I mean, that's what our show is about if you we do we're daily once uh once the season hits we're two times a week right now so if you want to if you want some more fantasy football talk for your commutes or whatever check us out on itunes or really wherever uh uh, you find podcasts. We should be there. The fantasy footballers. If if you find a spot, the fantasy footballers are not at. Please let them know. Yes, let me know, and we will be there. <laughs> Go ahead, Jason. Uh, so I was going to ask. Uh, we've heard the story about how you started at work, your co-hosts, and it blew up into this big. Well, it's now your day job, right? Which is kind of everybody's dream that you're sitting around at work and you come up with an idea, and now you don't work there anymore. What was your dream before you did this? Like at your last job, what was your goal? Oh, sure. The, before I'll, I'll go back before my last job. I mean, when I was growing up uh, as a teenager, I was convinced I was going to be a rock star. I mean, my entire mu- or life before all of this had happened was music. Uh, I'm a multi-instrumentalist. I've uh, done a bunch of producing for people. And, uh, and, and, you know, live shows that that's what I, that's what I thought I was going to end up doing, uh, was music. And that's my last job where, where I met Jason and Andy, I was doing, uh, music for games for their, for their game company. So I thought that was the track my entire life was going to, was going to be on. My parents put me in piano lessons when I was three years old and I've done music ever since then. And so, I mean, just. That's what I was going to be a huge sensation. I was going to be on the MTV and and just killing it in that department. But things things took a, a slight detour, and I ended up doing uh, talking instead of instead of doing music. So, what was going to be your band name? Oh, my band was uh, Serling. That was that was the the one that was going to make it. I was I'm a huge Twilight Zone fan, and we were our name is a reference to Rod Serling, the creator. Ah, okay. To most people, working for a video game company and then doing music for video games is their dream. Yeah, it, it, it's it's like that's what I would want to do. So, <laughs> any any cool games that you <laughs> any cool games you want to list that you, your music's on? Uh, I think the most of them are 
uh, are shutting down now because the the company kind of ended up, you know, taking a different turn. But it, they were because we did Facebook, we did iOS games. Uh, you can ch- it, you can check out if, if you really want to get in, dive into my music. Uh, MikeAwesome.co. That's what I branded myself because I was. Uh, you know, dumb. And I thought that was a cool name. So you said Mike. I mean, you said Mike Awesome, and instantly. So I'm a wrestling nerd. Uh, I've been a yes, wrestling that, fan. Yeah, he was the wrestler as yes. well. But it, so I, I realized he was there. But it was like, I mean, my name is Mike Wright. If you jump in Google and you type in Mike Wright, you'll find me on page 952. So I was trying to find something that that could stand out. So that was that was my short lived. Uh, uh, game audio name, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there. If if you want to go check out some of my previous work, yeah. I, so I did Google you. I wanted to see if you had a Wikipedia page because I was going to be impressed that we actually were interviewing somebody that had their own Wikipedia page. I did not find one. Uh, you are sorely mistaken. Wikipedia has denied us. <laughs> so up until this point, Jason, we still have yet to have anybody on the show that's Twitter verified. Oh, we got to go to that too. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I had, I had. That's the only shot I'm going to take at you all night. It's probably not true, but I mean, uh, but it's go ahead. what's funny about Wikipedia is, I mean, we were fortunate enough that our our listeners supported us, and we won uh, a couple podcast awards last year. And they they have a Wikipedia page, so they're they're listed on the podcast awards Wikipedia page is our page or our, our show that links to nowhere because Wikipedia will not allow us on the site. You know what I love about that? Wikipedia will allow any BS edit. Like a player could get drafted by Cleveland and then instantly somebody reports their death and it's on Wikipedia for like an hour, but they won't right. give you guys a Wikipedia page. No, not to my knowledge. That's all right though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I honestly think you're doing okay without the Wikipedia page. Yeah, things are good. I can't explain. <laughs> um, so when you guys started the podcast, how long did it take before it took off? Uh, I mean, we were very very fortunate. Uh, we went. We started. Well, I, we we officially started with the podcast was just Andy and I, and we started uh, a month or so into. Jeez, oh, I don't know what year that was. I mean, four years ago, maybe. And then we kind of did our official rebrand relaunch where we brought Jason onto the show and we started around February. And at that time, nobody was uh, the podcast. At least people were not putting out regular off season content. And we, we just saw this, this hole of, we love fantasy football. We wanted people to talk about fantasy football. I mean, you had uh, the, the, the serious, fantasy channel, but they don't talk about football during the, during the off season. You know, everything's baseball, which that's rightly so. That's, that's fair because people are playing baseball, but we wanted to just hear people talk about fantasy football. We wanted to engage in fantasy football conversation and the podcasts that we listened to, we're not doing that. So we launched there and we just, we had this nice grassroots growing over the off season of, of, because we were right, because people want to talk about it, because fantasy football is the best. And it grew from there, and and then once you know the season hit, that's when we we made the decision of, hey, I think this can actually do something. So that's when everyone, you know, we went full-time, fully committed to do, we're going to do five shows a week, 
and we'll have to figure everything and piece everything out of the rest of our lives together. When you decided to do the five days a week at first, how much did your, your guys' wives hate you? <laughs> uh, they were actually, they were all very supportive. I mean, it's, it, you, it's, it's hard to, you know, happy, what is happy wife, happy life. So it's very difficult if the wife does not support what you're doing to, to really commit yourself. And, and it just, it happened to be this really magical transition moment for the three of us that we, we all needed something new and it really looked promising early on enough that we could uh, live. We could all survive, you know, a couple months going full force into the podcast and, and luckily it did. So it, everyone's wife and family was, was far more supportive than you would imagine. I have to say, I mean, you went from playing, doing video games and music for video games to podcasting. It's not like your wife wasn't used to you not having some kind of <laughs> kid's job. You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so it didn't seem like that much of a stretch. I have to circle back though, because it sounds like you blew up after you you brought on Jason, and you probably should start changing that story a little bit. Because if he hears that enough, he might want a larger <laughs> share of whatever um, you guys make. Uh, he knows. He he knows that the that we when it was just Andy and I, there was about two people listening, and that was because me and Andy would download our own episodes. <laughs> True story. When we first started, George set all of his his two kids and his wife's phones to download so we can say we had some listeners. Absolutely. Oh yeah, no, I, the the struggle is real, man. We had uh, Jason was doing some uh, some stuff at T-Mobile when we were first starting. So he, whoever brought their phone in, he would uh, he'd subscribe them to us. <laughs> I, I, need, awesome. I need to get a friend that works for T-Mobile. <laughs> You just need friends. Well, yeah, I need friends too. I got Mike. I'm good. Hey, before we go to the uh, you guys' next question, actually, I have a uh, a note here. Am I am I allowed to read this? Can I hijack the show for a second? Go ahead. Uh, hold on. Uh, it says "F you, Corey." <laughs> so let me ask: Did did you listen to this this any of these episodes before agreeing to come on, or did you just come in I blind? Have- I, dude, you got to go in blind, man. Sometimes you got to just dive into the cold water. That's great because I feel like if you had listened, you probably would have called out. <laughs> oh man, I'm so. You probably would have sent me a message on Twitter. Uh, I'm getting a cold. I can't talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but but I just heard you on your podcast and you sounded great. <laughs> I did listen today. <laughs> See, George sent me a text message earlier, and it seems like you have a GoFundMe page. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, sure, man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, my aunt, uh, she has uh, had lupus for quite some time. And uh, part of the treating lupus is you got to do, there's a lot of steroids and things involved, and it has just destroyed her mouth uh, to the point of her teeth are, you know, basically all but gone. And there's all these things, and a lot of uh, work needs to be done to her mouth for dental. And we all know that dental means high dental bills, which she is not at a place in her life where she can handle. So she set up a GoFundMe and I said, I got to figure out a way that I can help, help my aunt out. So I, you know, I brought it up to the foot clan on our podcast and I kind of threw a, threw a, a wrench into things. Not, not that the foot clan wouldn't, they're very generous people, but sometimes, you know, you got to light a little bit of a fire under people. So I said, if you go donate 
So it's uh, it's at footclanhelp.com. And if any of your listeners want to help out my aunt for whatever reason, they, you feel like it, footclanhelp.com. But I said if you donate and you make a note or you say hashtag bun off, uh, if we reach a certain amount of funds, then with these messages, I will cut my hair off. And our, I don't know when this show is going live, but it's uh, May 2nd right now, and that, that's kind of the, the deadline for my hair, right? I mean, people can donate. I'm not, I don't want to stop you from donating, but uh, but yeah, today we will find out if I have to cut my hair off. And by the looks of things, I think I'm getting a haircut here uh, in the next couple of days. So, so when I heard you talking about this on the podcast uh, that you did the other day and you threw down the, 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 the gauntlet, I was talking to Jason about it and we both felt that you set the bar very low. So I, <laughs> I, 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 in, well, in all honesty, we, we, cause I think, I think you said a thousand dollars was what you were looking to, to get with the, with the, um, with the hashtag. And mm-hmm. we, we, we just thought that was a very low bar to set. We think you could have gone higher and, and, and still. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But it actually, then they're like this movement came in of people who were, Saying that donating and saying, well, this is, I want you to keep your hair. I want to save your hair. So the, <laughs> so, which I was, I was not expecting. I mean, I'm, I'm expecting just to help them, my aunt out and, and, uh, I'm giving my hair to do that. Uh, but so it, it turned into this, I mean, no, I'm just going to pit these two sides against each other. And it's, I mean, it's very close right now. So it could still swing by the end of the day, but, uh, but I, mean, I appreciate that. I mean, they're, I'm blown away by the generosity of people for for helping out a woman that they've they've never met in their lives and they never will. So they they don't know just how grateful she truly truly is. I mean, she just messaged me again today on uh, saying I I cannot believe this, Michael. Your listeners are still helping me out. So it's it's a tremendous faith in humanity. It comes through every once in a while, and this is one of those moments. Well, and let me say uh, this will come out after. Um, the the whole hair, whether you're gonna shave your head or keep your hair, it is gonna come out. Whoa, whoa, that. whoa! I didn't say shave my head. I just. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought you were gonna go bald we're, like me. We we were trying to to you know. We're trying to up the ante a little. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> I see what you're doing. But let me say this. Uh, you know, guys, if you're listening to this, uh, I know the deadline's passed to to get his hair cut. Uh, but that doesn't mean there's not still need there. So for sure, go donate. You can put the hashtag there, or if you're our listener and you want to put hashtag bad at podcasting, just to know, so Mike knows it, it's from us, <laughs> um, do that. But whatever you do, go donate a little bit of money. Our listeners are actually pretty generous in themselves. We had a Toys for Tots drive. Uh, yeah, for- yeah, you guys killed it. Yeah, we were we raised just, well, we raised over $1,000 when all was said and done. We raised $1,000 on our GoFundMe page. Or under a thousand dollars on our GoFundMe page, but we got some donations from our work, from people at our work as well. So our, our listeners are really generous, and and I'm calling on you guys again to be generous. Go help Mike's aunt, and uh, and uh, she she's gonna appreciate it. Mike's gonna appreciate it. He might even answer your fantasy questions when you ask him if you do this for him. And uh, let's help. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, like like Jay said, we when we did our. Little GoFundMe thing for Torch Tots. Absolutely blown away. If you can, I mean, it. Nothing makes you feel better on the inside than helping somebody in need. Um, if you can donate, you know, ten, fifteen dollars, whatever. Uh, please 
please go out and do it. What, Mike, what's the address again? Footclanhelp.com. Okay. Yeah, that'll link you right to it. Thank you very much for sharing that again. It's 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 going to be great. Hopefully, we can get even more help for you and for your aunt. Yeah, it's great, guys. Thank you. So I'm going to break into one of our small little segments. Uh, it's called Fat Guy Food Tips. We're going to do a Fat Guy Food Tip of the Week. And you don't have to add anything, but you can if you have something. All right, all right I'll think. I'll, I'll listen and think. All right, so the Fat Guy Food Tip of this week is when you go to Outback, and everybody loves a Bloomin' Onion, everybody loves an appetizer from there, but my wife really likes the cheese fries. They're like the favorite app for Outback. Don't just get plain cheese fries. Ask for them to be layered. It doesn't cost anything extra, but instead of just throwing cheese and bacon on top, they mix them all the way through. And that way you get cheese and bacon on every piece of fry, and you don't have to grab Dude, you're blowing my mind right now. I love those Outback cheese fries. So ask for layered. Layered is your best bet. That is fantastic news. (laughs) People don't think about these things, but fat guys do. Yeah, you got two fat guys over here. We're... We're, we're always looking for tips. See, because when you get down to the bottom of the fries, you end up trying to grab some of the stuff that's stuck to the plate, you know, just so you can get a little bit of cheese on your last bit of fries. This this makes it so that's that's a thing of the past, guys. The The other thing we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to post on the Fantasy Life app. We're looking for fat guy food tips from you guys. We're going to look for the best one. We're going to have a contest. We're going to put a, a shout out. Whoever gives us the fat, the best fat guy food tip will get a prize. And and we don't want you to post it on the app so everybody else can see it. What we would like you to do is email it to us at bftgpodcast at gmail.com. Um, the, me and Jason will sit down and we'll go through. And if we use yours on the podcast, you will get a prize from from uh, from the two of us. After after hearing that little bit of nonsense, you got anything for us? Anything? Uh, nothing that can possibly <laughs> keep up with that. I mean, that's... That's good stuff, but just a reminder. I mean, most people know this, but this is just a, a nice reminder that if you're getting the bowl at Chipotle, you can get the extra rice, extra beans, extra cheese. You can get all this stuff extra uh, without paying any more. So, I mean, I'm, this this past Sunday night, I loaded up this monster bowl, and, and I ate half of it, and then I had... I had basically the the equivalent of one full Chipotle normal bowl left uh, for for a midnight snack or to eat at a later time. So just just remember that you can go extra on things that are not uh, the not the meat for free. I don't know if you guys have brought that up at all. Well, no. So we we had something similar. It was actually a tip for getting enough meat. The, uh, the double meat. So if you can ask for double meat and you do pay for it, but don't ask for it right up front. Ask for it after they've already scooped the first bit of meat. Mm, because, because that way you don't end up with two half scoops of meat or two three-quarter scoops. You get two full scoops because they've put the full amount on once, and they can't skimp on the second one because you've already seen them put the first amount on. That's a pro tip as well. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was actually the tip, the fat guy food tip that started it becoming a weekly thing. Yeah. I had a couple guys tell me that they laughed harder at that than pretty much the rest of the show. And at first I was offended, but then I realized <laughs> you're that, doing you're doing the right thing here, man. You're helping people. Yeah, I'm helping the regular people learn from the fat guys. I think we're gonna get into our questions and answers from the Fantasy Life app. If you're ready for that, because most most guests <laughs> that, most guests that come on aren't usually ready. Oh, I'm always ready. 
All right. Well, then we'll go ahead and start. I'll start with the the very first one. Um, I'm, we're just going to go right down the list that I sent you. Ricky M wants to know on a scale of one to sixty three, if you had to choose one color that best represented the smell of your beard, what would you choose? Ooh, I'm going to go lavender. Lavender because it is it is always delightful. I'm always putting all kinds of different different oils and and great smelling things. You got when you got the beard, man. You got to take care of that thing. This is not just grow and show. You know you're going to end up with ratty, dry hair follicles. You got to kind of moisturize that bad dog with some delightful beard oil. So I'm going to go lavender because that's that feels like that's pleasant. So instead of cutting the man bun. Was there ever any consideration to shaving the beard? Uh, no, no, there was not, <laughs> none whatsoever. So if we could get this, no. if we could get this pushed over like a certain amount of dollars, you'd never, you'd never consider it. Uh, I mean, it would have to be very substantial. I'm offering, I'm offering <laughs> up the hair. And since you mentioned, uh, do you have a favorite oil? Ooh, uh, I'm I'm using some Grave Before Shave currently, and it actually before I was doing. The podcast. It looked like I might be doing uh, a, a men's grooming line, so I was I was making my own for quite some time. But I've been lately. I've been using uh, Grade Before Shave, and they have a couple ones that I really like. I like their their pine one in the winter. But right now, I've been using uh, what's what they got Gentleman's Blend and Headhunter, which I'm a big fan of those right now. So, do, do those beard oils actually work? Does yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's funny. It really does make a difference. It makes your beard uh, a lot softer, and it helps your your face be less itchy. Keeps the the skin moisturized underneath as well. It, it's it's highly complicated science here, George. Like, <laughs> you about it. George knows nothing about. Well, science. I, I keep a short goatee, and and my I tried to grow a beard once. My wife hated it. Every time she she looked at me, she's like, "I just hate that damn thing." So I finally got rid of it, and she's accepted the goatee. All right. Uh, so the next question is also from Ricky M, and he wants to know where his dad is. Uh, have you checked the airport? <laughs> uh, I, feel, I, I feel like with Ricky, the first he, place I thought. <laughs> <laughs> he asked this every week, and I, I almost feel it's like a, a, a sick, twisted game of either where in the world is Carmen Sandiego, but we're looking for his dad, or where's Waldo, oh, and we're looking okay. for his dad. I- I would have gone with Brussels then. Brussels. 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 Okay. <laughs> He's in Brussels, Ricky. <laughs> it's like a go fish. Uh, do you have my dad? Go fish. <laughs> uh, so two drink minimum asks, I used fantasy footballer's idea to place a bet with my boss and coworker. Bet was most picks correct in the draft, and he won. Winner gets to have lunch paid for by the two losers, and he gets to pick which lo- the two losers where they get what they get from lunch from oh. the same place. He did the lunch bet? Yes. yes, he did. He says he needs ideas for place. Okay. Uh, check. This is what you got to do because this has been by far the worst. We've talked about it on the show. But P.F. Chang's, which is a place that we all love. I love uh, Asian cuisine. So, I mean, you can go there and you can get whatever you want. They're Kung Pao. That's what I would get. But they have this uh, what is it, stir-fried eggplant plate, which – when you say when you say stir fry, right? You come. What comes to mind is well, there's gonna be vegetables and other things. No, this is all eggplant. That's the only thing in it, and it is so off-putting. If you do, if you don't like eggplant, <laughs> this thing is it's bad, man. I mean, it's floppy, it's flaccid. There's just it's oh, it is horrible. 
And I re- highly recommend going there because your meal will be delicious and theirs will be terrible. Let me ask, who who ordered that the first time for you guys to find that out? It was Andy won. Uh, that was the Super Bowl bet where I had the freaking Falcon and I'm dancing for <laughs> for three quarters of thinking that I have won the lunch bet, the epic lunch bet. And then, of course, the Patriots came back. But so that was what we did. And uh, and I mean, it was so bad to the point of I, I took down maybe one or two of them. I know I'm starving, but I, just, I couldn't even do it. And then Andy to up the Andy, uh, Andy upping the Andy, which is a strange plan words there. But he offered, he, I said, okay, whoever eats the most uh, by the end of lunch is free and clear of debt for the rest of the week. So I powered through like four more while Jason couldn't even do one. So it's, but it's, it's bad, man. It's real bad. Uh, it makes you wonder if, if Andy actually did research on where he could go to get you the absolute worst meal. And then <laughs> get him something delicious. And as a Buccaneers fan, I do want to remind all our Falcon fans that you lost the Super Bowl after leading twenty-eight to three with three minutes to go in the third quarter. I have to. You I do to... realize that they were in the Super Bowl, though. That's fine. Have they won? Oh, okay. Have they won one? Uh, no. They have not. <laughs> they have... no. They have not. But the Bucks have. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No. We're going to live in that live in that path buck victory? It, yes, the, absolutely. It's the Cowboys. It's the Cowboy Syndrome. It, I don't know what to Yeah, about. It's all I have. So I keep... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, man, you're good. Your team looks great moving they're, forward. Yeah, moving forward, they look okay. Listen, they're the Bucks. They will find a way to screw it up. This is true. Um, speaking of uh, the Falcons, real quick, Mike, we had a debate last week. Well, not last week. I'm sorry, the week before with one of our guests on Matt Ryan. Do you consider Matt Ryan to be an elite quarterback? Ooh, uh, no, I don't. I would not consider him to be an elite quarterback. That was an elite year, and I think that he is a an excellent quarterback. He's always had tremendous yardage numbers, uh, almost always very efficient. The touchdowns and things had never been there, uh, and they everything finally came through. But I will say, when his last, you know, the best year to this point before last year was when he actually had multiple weapons. It seemed like almost every other year it would be either just, okay, he has Roddy White, okay, he has Julio Jones. But the one year where he was great, uh, I believe that was the year he had both Julio and Roddy firing at a high level. And then so last year, you you actually surround him with capable pass catchers and really good things happen. So I don't expect him to repeat anything close to last year, but I still think that he can be – an excellent, excellent uh, fantasy quarterback. Right, and I said, I said tier two for him. I mean, he's you know you've got That's fair. you've got your Brady, you got your Rodgers, you probably have your Breeze up there, right? And then that to me, those were your elites. And then just under that, you got Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair if you want to put him there. All right, I'm gonna one more follow up with this. Do you think Matt Ryan will be a Hall of Fame quarterback? Uh, probably not, unless he just goes on some kind of. Super Bowl tear. Okay. He's going to be judged against a lot of these. uh, I mean, looking at the numbers compared to quarterbacks of the past, you could say he should be. But I think looking at it compared to current quarterbacks and the numbers they're putting up, he's in the average of of the the good but maybe not elite quarterbacks. But, yeah, I mean, with a couple Super Bowls, that changes everything. Well, and it's – yeah, I mean, Super Bowls is – I mean, you have – 
Terrell Owens, what is he, the number two wide receiver on almost every category besides or behind Jerry Rice, and he still can't get in the Hall of Fame because he didn't win a Super Bowl. And uh, there's just so much political stuff to it. I, I I can't imagine he gets there. I think he's not allowed to do that because he was doing sit-ups in his front yard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, we're, we're we're done with the with the Falcons talk. Um, JJK wants to know why is Ricky M still looking for his dad. You guys have a lot of father problems on this show. <laughs> they have a lot of daddy issues. <laughs> I don't know what they're Yeah, they do. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. No, it's uh, JJK, unless you're his dad, let's leave it alone. Um, he also wants to know if Gio and I faced each other in Mortal Kombat, who would win? And what finishing move would he have? And the answer is simple there. George was a Marine. Is a Marine. I don't know. How you how do you want to? He, he is. is a Marine. Um, so he was trained to kill. I mean, he's got, <laughs> he's gotten flabby over the years, but I think you know muscle memory. It's it, his muscles hidden under there, and and eventually it would remember what to do, and he'd kill me quick. What would your finishing move, George? My finishing move? Yep. I I, I don't I don't know. Pen to the oh, eye. it's got to be some with a rocket. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking pen to the eye, but um. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so so what happens is sometimes. I'm a I was a huge I'm like a big Andy Kaufman fan like his kind of comedy so just to mess with George sometimes when we don't have guests and we're trying to be professional I'll sit here with a rapper and I'll just and I, I'm gonna put a pen in his eye and he usually just throws a pen yeah. at me so so it's a pen in the eye is a good one sleeper wire wants to, <laughs> wants to say hey Mike glad to hear you're on the breaking from the grind he says George is an awesome dude, which I disagree with, but we'll move on. Sleeper wire checks in the mail. Here's <laughs> my question. What do you think of all the people who pretend to be on your fantasy sites? No, it's oh. who what do you think of all the people who pretend to be you on oh, fantasy yeah, yeah. sites? Any advice on how to recognize the original hitman and not be fooled by those charlatans? Charlatans. Charlatans. Ooh. Uh well first, I mean, I I suppose it's Initially, you think, well, that's a flattering thing that if that that people feel like they have something to gain or there's some kind of trolling they can perform by pretending to be me. I mean, so that's I guess that's flattering. Uh, but to know that it is me, uh, it I guess it depends on who they are talking about. If they're talking about players who are very good, but just for, for whatever reason, can't stay healthy. That seems to be the guys that I really like. So if they're giving a take saying, I like that guy, then that's probably me. Is it you? When, Cause I, I asked a, a, a Mike Hitman right on the internet, a question and they told me to take a kicker first. <laughs> was it? Then was that's that, not was, me. Was that you? No, no that, <laughs> that was not me. I'm off. And I'm always uh FF Hitman is always my handle everywhere. So if it's something besides that, it's not me. How did you how did you land on Hitman? <laughs> I feel that's the reason you can't get verified. <laughs> hey, maybe it is, maybe it is. Um I <laughs> the it's it's not a very fun story, but but because it's so boring, that's what makes it funny. Is when it was the show was just Andy and I, uh Andy was out of town one of the weeks and I kept the show going, so I had one of the other guys from our league come on and do the show and it just basically turned into Andy is not here. And if, if you're not aware of the podcast or if you do, Andy's kind of, you know, the, 
the the dad of the group. He makes sure all of our conversations keep moving, that we're on time, things like that. But he wasn't there to to rein me in. So I decided I could do whatever I want, and that included giving myself a really cool nickname. (laughs) So I I referred to myself as the fantasy hitman. And then when he came back, he was like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So that meant I had to continue to call him myself that. And whenever he would say my name, I would correct him on, uh, say, no, he's like, Mike writes. I'm like, no, 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 Mike, the fantasy hitman ride. And to the point of where you just speak it into existence. See, I feel like it follows the pattern of Mike Awesome. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we have another one of our other listener. Yeah, one of our other listeners, Two Drink Minimum, says, "Who has the best beard in professional sports?" Oh, that's that's not even close. It's uh, uh, from the Steelers, uh, Brett Kiesel. That I mean that thing. That was the best beard of all time. That thing is ridiculous. That's like a cartoon beard, but it's real. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I don't know who that is, so I'm gonna have to. I mean, Google his him beard. Later. His beard is so epic that he got a Head and Shoulders sponsorship for beard. Like that. That's how amazing his beard is. That, that, He's not in the NFL anymore. No, that is impressive. Yeah, that's very impressive. <laughs> I mean, um, that, that's a straight up. That's a Viking beard. Um, J- Jason missed one of the questions. I missed it on purpose. Oh, okay. Then we'll just skip it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I if you did it on purpose or not. <laughs> right. Uh, who, who would play you in a movie? Oh man. I feel like I've answered this question. Who would play me in a movie? Ooh. And I can't remember. Jason had such a good answer for it. And I don't know. It was someone's just, strikingly handsome i mean so let's say uh because i want to say ryan gosling but that andy has always told he looks like he resembles ryan gosling so we call him the ugly ryan gosling (laughs) Um, oh man i'm i'm drawing blanks here i I had a name but it it is gone i apologize i'm not being very quick-witted at the moment so here's what we'll do is we'll put up a poll on uh fantasy life app we'll find out from them who who they think you look like. Oh, that's perfect. And then that's we'll perfect. send you, I mean, we'll send you the answer and, and just keep in mind, it's not going to be flattering. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fine. The, uh, the ones I've heard the most were, uh, from sons of anarchy, the main guy, which I didn't watch the show, You've got uh, but I know it. that got to watch yeah, it. It's I, amazing. I've heard, I've heard it's good, but I mean, he has a beard and longer hair. So people think I look like him. Yeah. But growing up, so the one I got at least a few times from different people was I looked like JT from Step by Step. I've never seen so – I'm Googling that right now. Yeah. What, what are you like? Are you 17 years old? <laughs> How have you not seen Step by Step? I'm I'm 38, and I've seen – And you the- haven't seen Step by Step? What did you do with your childhood? <laughs> I, was a, I was more of a, a perfect stranger guy. Come on, man. TGIF. Step. Thank goodness it's Friday. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Okay, okay now I remember step by step. Ah, oh, there you go. Welcome I back. I remember. Okay, I'm back. Um, now I was going to say, let's see. I've got a picture of you that George posted on a shout on the Fancy Life app, and I'm going to keep it. It was saying. a very flattering photo. It was a, it was a very flattering photo. And I'm pulling it up right now just to see, because I, I had this thought in, in my mind, and I want to make sure I'm right about it before I tell you. 
that I believe, if I if I'm looking at this picture right, Seth Rogen from Forty Year Old Virgin. <laughs> I I'm not sure I've heard that one before, but okay, I've, I've heard also Zach Galifianakis. But I mean, mostly when when you have a big beard, if someone else has a big beard, people are like, oh yeah, you look like him. Because half your face is a beard. You know what they say. All those guys with big beards, they just look alike. Yeah, exactly. Next question is, uh, Brussels sprouts or tofu? You have to eat one every day for the rest of your life. I'm going to go with tofu, but legitimately, I I don't even know if I've eaten Brussels sprouts. And I know that Matt Harmon just wept somewhere. Although, if you didn't see his break, he released a, uh, a, he had a press conference where he was retiring as the king of, of Brussels sprouts Twitter. Oh, we're going to have to but start a I, movement to reverse that. <laughs> but, uh, so, I mean, I'll say tofu. I've, it's, I've had it. it it's, it's fine. It's got protein, right? See, the thing about the thing about tofu, and it's why I choose it, although I'd never choose it over actual meat or anything like that, but the thing about tofu is you can flavor it with pretty much anything, and it tastes like that. So, right, well, and then there's the song from Doug with about talking about killer tofu, so I can sing that every time I eat it. <laughs> so tofu is like spam, but healthy is what you're saying, Jason. No, 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 it's different. No, it's different. Like, texture's different. Flavor's different. Although you could I've probably make, had... you probably make tofu taste like spam. I say, I've never had tofu, so I don't, I don't know. Okay. We're going to move on to the next question. Uh, R. Ruxin wants to know, is Elon Musk musky? Well, he would have to be. I mean, I, I imagine him, you know, like, uh, Ron Burgundy of I have many leather bound books, but I mean I, I I imagine him he's in this futuristic high tech castle that has lots of gizmos and gadgets, but there's also you know a lot of wood creations, and of course in his uh, in in the medicine cabinet is some very old school musk that he that he applies liberal liberally every single morning. <laughs> we, we will take your answer because George and I have refused to ask that or answer that question, and it has been on for he's he's asked it several times. Yeah, for, well, because you you guys know the the actual answer, right? Correct, correct. But at the same time, all right. Well, but I'm going to ask you a question. Where's my Where's my Model Three? I'll have to find one for you. The last the <laughs> last you. the last person who asked me for the Model Three, I found one that was an accident on Google. And I sent it to him in a picture. <laughs> I said, I'm going to, I said, I'm, I just purchased this. It's on its way. I figured you wouldn't mind doing a little project car. Yeah. Well, I, I need one. Let's make this happen. <laughs> All right. We, George and I have just enough pull that we can get you to the order page. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm doing you guys a solid by coming on the pod. You do me a solid by getting me a, a car. It's <laughs> fair. Done. Done. <laughs> Our next question is. What is your most prized personal and work possession you've won from pristine auction? Ooh. All right. My, the, the best one I have at my house is I have a Larry Fitzgerald, uh, this, the autographed jersey up on the wall. It is fantastic. And the one for here is – it would have been the probably the David Johnson one, but true story – we thought we had an extra David Johnson, and we actually gave away our David Johnson jersey in a in a giveaway at some point. So whoever has that one, you have the actual original David Johnson jersey that we we had up on the on the show. So congratulations for that. 
That's awesome. <laughs> who who made that error? Uh, probably Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what you get, Andy, for for saying he can't be the hitman. <laughs> He's calling you out now. Uh, so our next question, and we're not going to do this because we're not going to put you out like that, but. Uh, Swagzilla wants to know if you can just call him while we're on the air with you got with you and and have you say Swagzilla and then you can just hang up. Um, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're not doing that. But well, still, what's up? What's up, Swagzilla? I hope everything is swagtastic. You probably just made his life, and he's getting ready. <laughs> he's getting ready to get married, and, and that was our oh, congratulations, Swagzilla. That that's our wedding gift to you, Swagzilla. We got Mike to say hi to you. How's that? Um, uh, then you guys are cheap. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, you, do, you, you should see our podcasting room. <laughs> it looks nothing like yours. <laughs> no. um, so, do you get that a lot? People going, "Hey, can you can you record a thing for my for my football league?" Do you get uh, people approach you in the in the grocery store while you're trying to shop, stuff like that? No, uh, I mean. We're not, uh, you know, we have people who I've been recognized a couple times. I was just that the, the, this was the best one that ever happened. We, I just took the family to Disneyland last week and we're, we're going in. This, this is the first time we're going into the park for the, for the trip. If you're familiar with Disneyland at all, right, right at the entrance, there's uh, a flowers in the shape of a Mickey mouse and kind of, it's like, Everyone takes their picture there. So we're going to get the, the family picture right away. And as we're walking up, someone's like, wait, are you, are you from the fantasy footballers? And my wife just screams, no! <laughs> <laughs> because I give her crap all the time of just being super arrogant. Like, well, Amber, I'm, I apologize if, if, my, if all the fans come and have to talk to me. <laughs> you know, it's... I'm sorry if my, if my celebrity ruins our personal right. life. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. I mean, I give her that. I give her the business with that all the time. It never happens. But if someone finally recognized me and she's just like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> so that was, do, you, do you grab some sunglasses before you leave the house and go, I'm going to go incognito? Yeah, well, I, I, go, I always got to go hood on, man. You got <laughs> to protect the, protect the man bun because people know who you are. <laughs> Not if you shave it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I won't be as easily recognized. Oh, so if you shave your head and keep the beard, you could totally be the guy from Iron Man 3. <laughs> well, I, I look like, because uh, uh, I do actually, I shave the, when I actually do my hair, I shave the sides of it. My, it, I don't actually have a full man bun. I have like a really, really, really long mohawk that I just wear in a bun. But I do when when I'm when I'm freshly shaved from the side, I look like uh, the Mandarin from Iron Man. See, that's what I'm saying. There you go. Um, I think we should switch the the name. The Hitman's probably outdated. I, we go back to the Mandarin now. Mike the Man, <laughs> Mike, Mike the, the Mandarin, Mandarin right. right? There you go. That I just sound like an orange though. <laughs> that's that's what I, I think of. I think of Mandarin oranges. This is true. This is very very true. All right, so our next question is uh, from Rico58, and he wants to know, O.J. Howard in too good of a spot, or are there too many pieces in Tampa Bay, and it's going to get spread around? Oh, I think he's in an 
a perfect spot, but it will get spread around. You're not going to get force fed, you know, Rob Gronkowski, Jordan Reed levels of production out of him, but he's going to be, he'll end up being a really solid mid-level tight end one after a couple of years, I think. As a Cameron Braid owner in a 16-team league, who is going to be able to keep oh, Who is going to be able to keep him for, for a 15th round pick? I hated that draft pick. <laughs> I mean, Cameron, I'm telling you, Cameron Braid will still be good for four touchdowns or so, but that was the thing about him. Is, I mean, he wasn't a yardage guy. He was yep. he was just getting you nice, consistent touchdowns, but those are likely to go away. Uh, more, more than likely, I agree. And and as a as a Cameron Brait jersey owner, yeah, I guess I'm okay. Oh no! <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. I tell I got a I got a jersey from my family for Christmas, and they picked Cameron Brait, which was odd to me because I didn't know they knew who Cameron Brait was. But I got a Cameron Brait jersey, which was cool. But I said something bad's gonna happen to him, and luckily nothing bad personally happened to the guy. But we did get OJ Howard, so the the jersey might not be uh. It'll go into my closet with my Trent Dilfer and my, you know, T-Jacks and all my, all my should have been greats. That's the problem with, with jerseys, man, is they, they can, things can change so quickly. I I had a, when the Cardinals made their Super Bowl run, you know, I had to make my decision. Who do I want to get the cool jersey that has the actual Super Bowl logo on it? And I went, I mean, if you listen to the show, you know, I, I frequently am a contrarian just because that's part of who I am. So I said, well, I can't get a Fitzgerald jersey. So I got a uh, Rogers Cromartie jersey because he was our new up-and-coming cornerback. And then you flash forward one year later or two years later, he's he's not a Cardinal anymore. <laughs> well, but to be fair, you fed one of his 13 kids that day. Yeah, yeah, you helped out the kids, Mike. No, no, that's Antonio Cromartie. Ron Cromartie. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I don't know, they all have kids. <laughs> That sounded bad. Yes, it did. Oh. Uh, Swagzilla, and this is an obvious one. Swagzilla wants to know AJ uh, or Jay Ajayi or T, uh, Paul Perkins for Dynasty and a redraft. As wait, wait. Jay, as in who's more valuable? Yeah, yeah, it's it's an obvious answer, but I'll let you answer. Okay, okay. Uh, it's unless we're talking about like the restaurant Perkins, which is delightful when you need food at midnight. Then the Jay Paul Perkins, come on now, Paul Perkins. Do you want to take? You gotta your, let it go. Do you want to take his hello back? I feel like you want to take his hello back. <laughs> you can take it back. It's fine by us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he's on probation. If there's another Paul Perkins related question in here, I'm I'm going to retract it. Hey, they just came out and said Paul Perkins is the starter there. Yeah, it was also I believe he was surprised that Paul Perkins was the starter. There was something <laughs> along those lines. So I'm a, a dynasty player, and I've got Paul. I'm in a league that's a 32 team league, and Paul Perkins is my RB two. So that that news made me happy a little bit. Yeah, I mean he'll have some value, but he, they're not a good strong running team. They have a thousand pass catching backs, and they just they just drafted Gallman. So yep. it's. It's not looking great for Perkins' future no, no, as, it, for a fantasy producer. No, it's not. I've been trying to trade him to anybody who would buy him, and nobody's buying him. So the next question I'm going to let George ask because this was a sore subject for him this year. It, it, it very much was. Uh, what are your thoughts of playoff seeding and awarding the last spot as a wild card to the team with the most points that's not in the playoffs? I was actually told uh, – 
to bring this up on the show, so I'm glad it was naturally brought up. Uh, do you do you have divisions in your league? We 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 did. Um, wait a sec. How many? No, no. Okay, so what this was was a 16 team league. There was no divisions. Okay. It it was just straight. You know, the top. I think they did the top four got in, and then the fifth place was a wild card, and they gave a bye to the top two teams. So fifth and sixth got uh, were points. Yes, just just yeah, the, I just, mean, just the fifth because we were it, it was a, it's a very weird league. It, it, there was actually thirty two players in it, but like one team was a clock Dodgers league, and the other league was a fantasy life OG league, and you took five teams from each league to make the playoffs. Okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, I. I hate to break this to you, but I, I like the idea of kind of that last one or two slots of the playoffs going to the team that had the most points. It's you can we all know that you can get hosed on some bad beats throughout the season, and total points are just a little more uh, can be more indicative of how your team actually was. Because I've we've all have we all have the tale of you're you have the most points in the league, but somehow you're in second to last place. Cause you just keep getting these bad matchup beats. So I like it. I like rewarding the team with the most points. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you play your schedule. If you beat the team that you get put in front of you that day, you should be awarded a playoff spot. Well, that, that sounds like a salty man. Yeah, uh, very salty. He's, extremely. He's, and if, if it, if he'd gotten in that way, he'd been comp- right on the opposite side of that aisle. Probably. I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. But, did, but just, did you work out the math? Like, did you follow the math of if you would have won the championship? Because that's a move I would have done. No, I didn't. Uh, I was, I was honestly, I was too upset to do that. And what really irked me about this particular league is I had a whole bunch of injured players throughout the year that I just refused to trade because I was, I was continuously winning. I was just winning my games, even with half my team injured. So as they were starting to come back, I was like, great, I'm set up prime for the playoffs. I've got a loaded team, and I ended up not making the playoffs because the guy with a worse record than me had more points for the year. The, yeah, yeah. The only thing I can say it's is read tough. the fine print when you start the league. Yeah, read the fine print. I, I got it. Well, I, I'm actually more insulted that somebody reached out to you thinking I wouldn't ask this question. <laughs> uh, they may or may not. I may or may not write for the fantasy footballers. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I know who it was. (laughs) (laughs) Whip wants to know, what is the best karate kick? Oh, the best karate kick. I mean, it's got to be the crane kick, right? Yes. Jason feels like you just vindicated him. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best move. It's, you can't, you can't block it, according to Mr. Miyagi. No, there is no defense against a perfectly executed crane kick. Uh, and you can do it, but you can have a broken leg and still do it. <laughs> <laughs> I always love movies where where the, the main character breaks something at the end, but then when he's celebrating, he's fine to just jump around and be... Do you ever see A Knight's Tale? Uh, oh, Heath Ledger? Yes. Yeah. Dude gets that thing stuck in his arm... It's so bad he can't wear his his uh his armor, and he has to have his his lance like lashed to his arm, and then as soon right. as he wins, 
He's he can jump down off the horse as fast as he can, jump over the center bar, just like leap it with putting his pressure all on his arms to get over and run over and like lift up his girlfriend. Well, the adrenaline's going, man. I mean, <laughs> come on. Well, I've never won anything, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, have you ever won a jousting contest? I've not. <laughs> I've, not with clothes on. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. We have hit a low point in the podcast, I think. <laughs> I think Mike hung up, Jason. Thank uh, you. I'm sorry, Mike. If you need me to cut that out for your... For... No, no, no. Okay. Not at all. That's, that's a good one. Uh, all right, so... I, I lost where I am now. I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. Uh, War Child... 0311 USMC. Uh, he was infantry in the Marines. That's when 0311 is. Thank you, Warchild. Um, he wants to know what is your favorite Pokemon from your obviously expansive collection? Oh, well, I, I actually I was not a collector, but uh, I am. I know the Pokemon universe. Uh, and actually, funny enough, my kids like the last two weeks they found it on Netflix, and now they're obsessed with it. But I, I got to go with my man Jigglypuff uh, because I, I like to use him in Super Smash Brothers, the the original, the '64 one, which I still contend that I was the best player in the entire world. So if you want to come at me, let's let's throw down. But Jigglypuff is my answer. That be that be something hard to sell for the wife because N64 is not an online game. So I'd have to I'd, I'd have to ask my wife if I could fly to Arizona just to play right. you, just to play you a game and Super Mario Smash Brothers and then fly home. Yeah, but I, I'm every everywhere I went, I heard lots of tales of people, you know, their friends would say, "Oh, well, he's the best player in our group." I'm like, "Okay, well, let's let's do this." So I would intentionally set up <laughs> a contest where I would go to these people's house and they're all garbage. They're all garbage. I was the best. <laughs> well at least you got that going for you yeah yeah you... <laughs> all right whip wants to know most punchable face most punchable there's there's people who have very punchable faces but i i cannot come up with a good one right now roger you guys goodell? have one roger goodell uh see i don't think right uh, well people have their their uh Bad feelings toward him. He, I don't think he has a punchable face. I think he. I think he's just like a. He looks like a football player. Is what he actually looks like. I can. Oh, I, I can tell you when the Bucks traded up into the second round last year and then took a kicker. Jason. Light, Aguayo. Yeah, Jason Light had a very good punchable face. <laughs> oh. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've been. Oh, angry. and that's that's my man. I mean, Jay, he came from the Cardinals. I didn't, ah, that was embarrassing. He has done a very good job, but I don't understand that in any he way. He outsmarted himself. Everyone's done it before, and he did it on a very public stage. Yes, he did. Nobody should ever take a kicker in the second round. The the fact no. that like of the top ten kickers in the league of all time, nine of them have been either undrafted or drafted in the sixth round or later – Means that he, even if Aguayo came out and was really good, means he wasted a second round pick. Yep. <laughs> All right. So you didn't come up with one. I, I assumed it was going to be Jason or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, those are my co-hosts are are very handsome men. 
You could change that one punch. <laughs> that's, that's a valid point. Uh, AJ Express wants to know what is your best Alex Smith joke? Oh, the best one. My favorite Alex Smith joke uh, would be, and, and I didn't come up with this one, so I can't take credit, but was Alex Smith does not approve of Jeff Fisher's aggressive play calling. <laughs> I really liked that one. Yeah. So do you feel like we got robbed? I mean, okay. one more loss and he would have had tied the record <laughs> and, and, and the Rams wouldn't even allow their fans the honor of watching them lose and setting the record. See, I feel we got screwed twice because the Browns went out and won one. So we we lost out on what Cleveland was setting up to be a parade for a winless season. There's they were literally going to put throw a parade for that, and we lost out on that. And then we lost out on Jeff Fisher being the losingest coach in, in NFL history. Yeah, it, there was something was certainly taken away, and you know, I mean, that's completely the reason they let him go is so that he wouldn't have to have that on his record because that was it was coming. They did, and why would you? Yeah, why would you fire him at that point? I mean, you you've endured everything he's done to your franchise to this point. But when it comes to him becoming literally the the worst, the losingest coach in all time, and they're like, "Oh, well, well, we won't make you go through that, Jeff. You've been so good for us." I mean, you're going to take that loss and you're going to like it. You think he'll ever get hired as a head coach ever again? No, he's done. Yeah, I I I, I tend to agree. I'm so depressed. I know we, we've, we've, we, as football fans, we've been robbed of this glorious moment. Well, and think oh, about don't it. worry. John Fox is still here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how brutal was that? That they put Mike Glennon at their draft party with all their fans. And then they traded up to two and got Trubisky. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, there's a lot of emotions for Mike Glennon. I mean, it's rough because you are, they gave you $18 million. I mean, that you're going to get that no matter what, but it does. It certainly sucks that you feel like you're finally going to get a chance. You've already been, you know, he's already experienced that before. He thought he was a starting quarterback for the Buccaneers. And then they take Jameis. Now he thinks he's the starter for the bears. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's gotta be rough to just have that where you think you're a good professional quarterback, but everywhere you go, the team's just, yeah, you're, you're, you're not good enough. He has $18 million not to have any hard feelings. Or $18 uh, million reasons gonna, not to have any hard feelings. Yeah, I mean, but you know that money can't buy that kind of happiness when people think that you suck. Yeah. <laughs> if I found out at home, that would be fine. But as an organization, you ask me to go to a party? Yes, I mean, that's just, oh, That's a ba- that- that's heartbreaking. I mean, the, the nice thing for Mike Glennon is he'll be, out, he'll be able to you know, drive away from his pain in a very, very fast car if that's what he wants to do. <laughs> he, dude's got to have a, a sunroof, though. Have you seen that? Have you seen his neck? Oh, yeah. See, his, uh, he's very gifted in, in the uh, the neck region. <laughs> we call, we seriously called him the giraffe for the years he was here in Tampa. Yeah, it, it, it fits. It absolutely does. Uh, so the next question is also about Alex Smith. Uh, Albino Squirrel wants to know, is Al- Alex Smith more likely to wear Kirkland brand clothing from Costco 
or white ankle socks with penny loafers, or both at the same time? <laughs> oh, do I? If I have to choose between the both, that's terrible because that's an all of the above <laughs> for sure. Both was definitely an option. So I I feel like he's an ankle sock guy with flip flops. Yeah, I mean, he he puts off the the socks with sandals vibe for sure. Definitely. But I mean, I don't know. He's he's also. It's either the socks with the sandals or he's in athletic, like, New Balance shoes. <laughs> new Balance. I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> you're, are you wearing New Balance right now? No, no, I'm, I'm wearing Skechers. Okay. No, my granddad All wore right. New Balance. Like, are day. you wearing shape-ups? No. Are you wearing those Joe Montana shape-ups? No, 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 I Fat am Fat guys don't wear shape-ups. <laughs> no, there's no shape-ups here, trust me. That just hurts our feet until right. we flatten out the foam. <laughs> that doesn't... <laughs> I think I'm wearing Lorenzo Ball's new new shoe. I don't know. <laughs> all, right. Um, uh, all right. Next question comes from Z Perbs Eight. Uh, he guess that his best question, uh, because he has so many, uh, would be what rookie that will be drafted on day three has the best shot to have a Dak Prescott year. Ooh, as in which quarterback? Or just can I give you any rookie from day three? Let's say any rookie. Yeah, yeah. Let's not limit it to to quarterbacks. Well, my day three rookie. That's hands down. That's Samaj P. Ryan. I mean, I was freaking out when Washington took him. I do have Rob Kelly on my dynasty team, so that kind of sucked. That I he I thought I almost escaped the draft with him retaining value, but the spot is incredible. P. Ryan is a very, very good running back. In my opinion, there was a lot of guys taken before him who are not even close to as talented as he is. And he's in the perfect situation where he can be a two down thumper and have a, a lot of high scoring opportunity because the Washington offense is great. So there will be touchdown opportunity for him. So he is absolutely my guy. He's going to be the, the guy I target in that eight, eight to nine range because he he likely won't have the job immediately, but after you know you reach that forty percent of the season, I think he can easily become the starter. Matthew Berry uh, wants to know, Mike, did you ever consider another body pa- body part besides the foot, head clan, elbow clan? Take me through that process. Was nipple clan Wait, you- e- ever a consideration? <laughs> Who is this question from? Matthew Berry. <laughs> the Matt Berry? Yeah, the, the, the TMR. Yes. yes. Oh, very nice. What's up, Matt? We've I've, I've had the pleasure of talking with him at a few conferences. Tremendous man. Uh, and I would say that Nipple Clan was strong, strong, uh, strongly in consideration. We did a bracket, but the foot ended up winning. So was that from no Ninja- Nipple Clan? Was that from the Ninja Turtles? It may or may not be related to that. <laughs> and I do no wanna, comment. <laughs> and I do want to know where are these fantasy football conferences, and can can I go? <laughs> I mean, you can. It, it's the FSTA conferences. Uh, you you may look at the the ticket prices and rethink your position, though. Oh, oh I don't got it like but, that. But. Uh, there's there's a, a fantasy football conference that's more geared for people who play. It's going to be in Toronto, the fantasy sports show. Uh, it's in August, at the end of August, and we are actually we're doing some keynote stuff. So if you want to come hang out with us in Toronto, it's going to be a good time. The fan, I, I think the website's thefantasysportsshow.com. 
I think. What was the fantasy? Wasn't there supposed to be a fantasy event last year or some sort of convention that ended up getting canceled? Yeah, yeah it got shut down. Yeah, because there was going to be players there, and the NFL ended up shutting it down. It was, which I think it was the second year in a row that the it ended up getting canned. No, that's just terrible on the NFL's behalf. Yeah. You ever think of doing like a fantasy football cruise? Oh, it, hey, man, if it, if it worked out that way, that'd be a good time. You could like do a bunch of drafts with people and, and uh, you know, you know how they have those rock and roll cruise. You can do both. You can play at night and I, then you can do I, the drafts. Mike, I've got a great idea with this cruise. All right, let's hear it. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. The FF Ballers and the Gronk Cruise merge. That could be something interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, that's a it's an interesting dynamic. Our show, where we're, uh, I mean, we certainly strive to be a family friendly show, and I can't imagine there's anything remotely <laughs> kid friendly on the Grand Cruise. I, I tend to agree with that. So, <laughs> but it, I bet it's pretty freaking fun. So, so what you're saying is this cruise because you're fan, family friendly. Friendly. Say it over. Family friendly. <sighs> what you're saying, I can't even say it because I'm so not family friendly. So, what you're saying is because you're family friendly, this cruise won't be on Lake Minnetonka. Oh, what was that a Minnesota reference? It is a Minnesota reference. <laughs> Very nice. You think you think I don't know about Minnetonka? My my parents went to Minnehaha Academy. Come at me, bro. <laughs> he knows more than me. I'm gonna back out now. I, I feel like this next question we we've already uh, uh we've already discussed, but I'll go ahead and ask it anyway. Uh, Darth Pikai wants to know if you could keep one. Would you shave the beard or the man bun? Yeah, it's it's the hair. It's the hair. Unfortunately. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an emotional moment for me. I mean, I've, I've had growing this hair out for I don't know like two and a half three years. So goodbye, goodbye, old friend. Is are you gonna do it on YouTube? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do something special. Nice, very nice. Um, next couple questions are actually from uh, Darth Pikai. Uh, he wants to know who you get the urge to karate chop in the neck more often, Andy or Jason? Uh <laughs> Uh, Andy and I probably have a differing opinion more than me and Jason and it, and Andy, I mean, Andy's a, a very headstrong guy. So I, when we disagree on a guy, it, it gets more contentious between the two of us than with me and Jay. I, I was thinking Andy, just because he's the father figure of the show. Yeah, that too. He's always trying to shut down my fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rain you in a bit. Just give him a good karate yeah. chuck. No, see, now we know what the best karate kick is. Just do that instead. Yeah. Oh, everyone, everyone already knew what the best karate kick was. Oh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. There was actually a, a poll and a debate from the Fantasy Life app on what was the best karate kick. And what won? Not the crane kick. No, the crane kick actually oh, won. did it win? No, the crane kick won, but there was strong competition against some kind of judo front kick or some BS. They, oh, well... Get out of here. It's some people that are rooting for, what's his name, Johnny from the, the Karate Kid to actually win. I mean, I would I would also accept the hurricane kick from Street Fighter. Yes. That's a solid kick. That's, that's a solid kick. Or I mean, that might be, it's like multiple kicks, though, because he's spinning around. Or right. uh, what's her name from Street Fighter? The uh, the girl. Oh, yeah, Chung Lee. Yeah, Chung Lee. There yeah. you go. 
I think that would be a, a strong second right there. Yeah, that's not bad. The I don't even know what the, you would call that. Just rapid fire kicks. Yeah. Can we all agree Johnny Cage's nut punch was just? It shouldn't have been in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> don't I teach, don't know. It was, that was fun. Don't teach people to that. Do was that was always a good move to pull off. <laughs> all right. Uh, next question from uh, Darth Pikai. Uh, would you rather eat a week's worth of lunches handpicked by your pod mates or have to wrestle Eddie Lacey for a bacon double cheeseburger? Loser goes hungry. <laughs> I have a feeling if I've tried to wrestle Eddie Lacey for anything, I'm going to end up hungry for longer than just one meal because that man would destroy me <laughs> so i'll take i'll take the known i'm just gonna eat have bad meals for a week instead of having my face dismantled oh a week of eggplant <laughs> yeah yeah i got yeah you gotta you gotta self-preservation i know when i can win and, and when i'm gonna lose yeah sometimes it's better to just back down say this ain't for exactly me. <laughs> uh which three rookies do you feel have the best opportunity to make significant impact this season? And where would you draft them in a 12-team half-point PPR? Ooh, okay. Uh, I talked about P. Ryan, so I'm going to keep him in that list. I love the Corey Davis landing spot, but I wouldn't, I'm not going to go in on him until that like five, six round because regardless of what happened a couple years ago, rookie wide receivers – don't really tend to put up monster years, although he's in a great situation. Uh, and see, I'm going to go, I'm going to go McCaffrey over Fournette, even though, I mean, it's, it was a really interesting thing. It looks like Carolina is going to have to completely transform their offense. It's not necessarily Cam's strength throwing to the running back, but they're going to have to get McCaffrey the ball. And uh, most people probably expect Fournette, but I just, I have concerns about him, man. It, he, it looks like Todd Gurley all over again. You have a really bad team with a two down back. At least maybe Fournette can catch. I don't know. I'm just going off of historically and TJ Eldon's actually a very good pass catcher. So that's likely still his job, but a two down guy in a team that doesn't score a ton of points and you have negative game scripts frequently, I have my concerns about Fournette moving into this year. So, so you you mentioned Gurley, and the only thing that makes me think that the situation there's a little bit better than the Rams is there's actually talent on the outside in Jacksonville. Sure. Um, well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Kenny Britt was very good last year. Yeah, yes, but he 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 was no Allen Robinson. And I think well, he's better than Allen Robinson last year. <laughs> Listen, you're not you're you're talking to an expert now. You can't just BS him. I wasn't BSing him. You're, you're trying. No, 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 we're, we're we're engaging in a conversation, man. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely, <laughs> different opinion. Just call me Andy, okay? <laughs> yeah, sir, Andy loves Fortnite. Loves him, sir. You do not have the talent nor the podcast money that Andy has, okay? <laughs> Fine. I'll just stop asking questions. There you go. <laughs> uh, finally, from Darth Pikai, what is your favorite saber duel from the Star Wars saga? Oh, my favorite lightsaber duel. Man, I got to go with, uh, even though it's uh, the movie is just horrifying, but the moment that uh, the big fight with Darth Maul where he actually unleashes the double-sided lightsaber in Teenager version of me my head 
blew up and you have Qui-Gon and, uh, and, uh, Oh man, that, not, his name is escaping me right now. Like, you're my only hope. Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, but but Obi Wan and Qui Gon have them take on Darth Maul. I mean, that's that's my favorite fight. Yeah, I, I loved Darth Maul as a character, and I feel like they could have done so much more with him if they hadn't given so much time to Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, but again the you know the teenage part of me I, I don't know about you but when you first first sat down in the theater and the, the, the theme started playing and the words started scrolling. Like you just got chills. You know what I mean? Oh, like, dude, I, I still do from the, uh, from the new ones. Uh, well, I mean, road one didn't have that, but, uh, but episode, uh, what are we on? Seven, seven, seven. Yeah, seven and then eight coming up. I mean, still, I mean, that intro is incredible. And then, you know, teenage me watch it the first time. I was like, man, star Wars in the theater. It was the greatest thing. Yeah, and then I started like you got it on you got it on DVD, and you started looking back at it, and you went, "Man, this is just not that good." <laughs> the nostalgia wore yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so that's our Star Wars portion of the show. <laughs> let the ner- <laughs> let the nerds be with you. <laughs> uh. So Neil P wants to know why don't you let your beard grow? It's been the same size since he started listening two years ago. It's a, it's a fair question. My beard, once it hits a certain point, just starts looking really thin. Uh, like the, the outside of it just gets real wispy and thin, it, and it doesn't just keep growing at the same, looking like the same mass that it is. So I have to keep it a uh, little bit reined in for for a large beard. So unfortunately, uh, genetics just had to do it. Well, let me ask um, if you don't mind. How old are you, Mike? I am 33. You getting any of that gray? Wait, in no, there? no, that's Uh-oh. wrong. That's wrong. I'm 34 now. I can't keep that. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that does that no, now. No, I stop. I think, okay, what year is it? What month was I born? Okay, this is yeah. my age. Well, so I was lucky to be born on in 80. So I'm born on a zero. So pretty much after March, I can just say, all right, so now I'm 30. Uh, it's 17. Okay, seven. I'm 37. Yep. You know, all right. But back to the original. Wait, I, didn't you say you were 38 earlier? I might have. <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> is the Robin Williams meme? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He had a beard. He did. Uh, so oh, yeah, yeah, any, 34. Any gray in there yet? Oh yeah, you, you get some gay. <laughs> you get some gray stragglers. Gray stragglers in there from time to time. This show took a turn for a second. <laughs> yeah. <it did. laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we've corrupted him. <laughs> Want a joust? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> oh God. Uh, we can play Smash Brothers and then joust. <laughs> yeah. Uh sorry about that. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've got like whole sections now that come in white. It's it's bad. Um, I think that's the stress from working with Geo or George here. I don't know why. Working with me is great. I did all his work. Oh, that killed. Uh, did, did you did you hang up when I talked about jousting? No, 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 no. I'm I'm joking over here. Wrong pipe on the water. Oh, okay. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm trying to not cough into the microphone. Okay, I think I'm good. <laughs> I almost died live on your podcast. So, 
That wouldn't be the worst thing we've had. Well, no, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. I feel like if you died on our show, we'd have a lot of listeners to that episode. That's true. Most downloaded of all time. Yeah. It's probably going to be that anyway, man. But, uh. We're gonna uh, get the, we're gonna get up to ten point five listeners, Mike. I just want to thank you for that. I like that. There's a half in there. Well, he listens, but he listens like a couple weeks late, so we count it as a half. <laughs> it's per his request, we count it as a half. So Neil P wants to know who would win in a Royal Rumble between the three uh, fantasy footballers. It would be. I mean, if we're talking Royal Rumble, so you're inferring WWE style. I'm gonna go with Jason because he's act. He actually has. Uh, jiu-jitsu training so i mean he knows how to actually hand-to-hand fight and he's also he will do whatever it takes to win so if you put him in an environment like wrestling i mean he's every every dirty trick in the book is going to happen from jason so that'll go with him what what's your best move uh my best wrestling move uh I, i i used to do a pretty mean ddt back in my day (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, when I was a kid, you know, me and my friends and my brother, we we would all play wrestling, right? And now you watch, like, every couple years, somebody does a wrestling move and it freaking kills somebody. And you think, to your, you think right. back to your kid childhood and, like, man, I could have seriously injured some of my, my childhood friends. And you don't even think yeah, about man, it. Yeah, man, we did, we did, uh, we had the WTW, which was the World, Tra- uh, world Trampoline Wrestling. Cause I, had, I was the one who put the big trampoline in my backyard and we would, we would film these things. We'd have intros. I mean, we were, I was all about it when I was growing up, man. Do you still have the tapes? <laughs> uh, they're, they're probably somewhere, but either, unfortunately they're those, the tapes where you need the adapter to or the, like the VHS adapter. So we'll actually go into VCR. And uh, so I don't know, they, they might be somewhere. I'd love to see. <laughs> now, World Trampoline Wrestling sounds like a really... That sounds like something legit. As a parent oh, now, man. as a parent now, and I'm thinking about trampolines and how many freaking injuries happen on trampolines every day, I'm thinking, that's awful. But the kid in me yeah. is going, go do it! Yeah, no, and surprisingly, I mean, the 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 worst injury I got on an, on our trampoline was getting off the trampoline you know like i misjudged it and i stubbed my toe and i ended up breaking my toe getting off of the trampoline <laughs> I, I normally i would normally get hurt with the, if you got like two people jumping on it at the same time and you, oh yeah you're trying to time your jumps and and so you can i was a higher, master of that but you you end up hitting it to the point where it just buckles your knees you don't bounce up that, that's right where, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. i would always get hurt at and your knee goes into your yeah. chin yep Yep, I've done that move a few times. So the last question we have from the app is from Sal33 of the... Oh, what up, Sal? He he wants to know if you were worried about having to follow him as, as the next guest. <laughs> uh, oh, Sal. Oh, Sal. <laughs> we, it took a week to get the smell of Metamucil and... Uh, <laughs> and uh been gay out of here yeah. <laughs> oh that's brutal and and what i'm trying to uh oh wait i'm trying to remember neil the clock dodgers he was profit right yeah that was his handle yeah, yeah. St- profit uh, aka stainless steel neil yeah stainless steel uh and i will give him because i was looking up his podcast with you on it uh 
before before we uh had you on and I am going to mercilessly give him crap about stainless steel Neil from now on. What he said that thing is that's a that's a legit name, man. <laughs> so what? legit he never used it again. Yeah, he's never used oh. it since you've given it to him. <laughs> uh honestly, I was going to so I have a I have a bit of Andy Kaufman in me like I said earlier and I was legitimately going to start and end the show with questions that he gave you when he when you were on his show um, right just for fun <laughs> and they told my answers match up well it was a year ago so like all the fantasy questions were totally relevant you know what i mean just like it was it was going to be complete the only person that was going to laugh about it was me cuz george was going to look at me like i was an idiot like uh, i normally so you're do ask me like like who should i start week 4 2016 yes yes or I think it was it was uh, right after the draft, and Z- you talked about Zeke getting the the best spot in the draft, and I was gonna ask you like literally, uh, do you think Zeke had the best spot in the draft? <laughs> but, well, it sounds like I got one of the questions right on his podcast. <laughs> that feels good. I, I, that one was a no brainer, but yeah, no, he landed. I think Zeke's gonna do okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's the end of our questions. Uh, he usually here, uh, according to George's itinerary, we um, we more BS. I think that's what it says here. One thing I wanted to ask you, and, and we've touched we've touched on the podcast a little bit. What's the best moment from your podcast over the years? Oh man, the best moment on the podcast. Uh, our guy Brooks uh, does a great job at the end of the year of doing a highlight video of just getting all the best moments. Uh, but the, I would say the, the two moments that stand out to me is just, uh, were, that were just amazing were the culmination of the David Johnson, Philadelphia Eagles game where we had, I mean, we had pumped him up right after the draft. I was so excited. He was a Cardinal. We kept telling people, hold on to David Johnson and then he finally got his opportunity, and I mean, he single-handedly won people championships. So that that was a really good feeling that hopefully people had listened to us. Uh, and then the the payoff of Kristen Michael, the woke one, where, where he was one of the misses of mine for for when he got traded to the Cowboys, and I kept saying, "Hold on to him." Uh, to be fair, in my defense, I kept saying Joseph Randall was not the guy. I thought he was really bad, and I I was vindicated on on that account, but it ended up that Darren McFadden was the one who benefited. But the Kristen Michael, <laughs> me telling people to go get him, and then that game against San Francisco when he went full ham, and we were able to get him on the show that very week. I mean that was a that was an incredible moment for me. So those are my two off the top of my head favorite moments. What what are what are your what is one or two of your low points of the podcast? Because you you knew that was going to be a follow up question. Sure. Oh man, a low point. Yeah. Other than Kristen Michael, like what's the call that you made that you were all in on and just totally? Oh left? oh, I mean, my most legendary one was when I was then I said Devontae Freeman stinks and I was crushing him all off season. <laughs> And then even at, even after his big game, I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, I wasn't impressed. And I just kept saying, well, you know, whatever. I don't think it's going to amount to anything. And then he's basically the running back one 
overall. So that was uh, that was probably my biggest miss that I've had on the show. We, we had a guy in one of our leagues that called uh, Devontae Freeman hot garbage. Um, yeah, yeah, and and, <laughs> and 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 that was his nickname all year long. Just as hot a, garbage. just just to, yes, just to remind the uh, the guy that called him hot garbage that he was the running back one that year, and he referred to him as hot garbage earlier in the year. And I, I might uh-huh. have to, I might have to thank you honestly because um, that year with Chris and Michael, George picked him up, and I decided to take McFadden. Ah, so I feel like he listened to you, and I didn't. And I did okay that year, didn't I, George? <laughs> you did okay. Well, that year. to be fair, you didn't have a chance if he if he scooped in or swooped in and picked up Chris and Michael. You didn't have the opportunity. You just <laughs> took the leftovers. Absolutely, Jason took the leftovers and, and won the championship. <laughs> yes, he did. Shut oh, <laughs> <laughs> so he brought me into the league, and the first two years in the league, after he had repeated um, the two years prior, he brought me in the league, and I won the next two years. I have to keep reminding that. Him of that anytime we have any fantasy experts on. Yep. Well done. It's a it's a sore moment. Very, very sore. And then I brought somebody into the league, and he got to the championship game. He almost won this year. <laughs> it would have been, so, a, it had been a trend. So, Mike, if you're looking to join a league where you're, the history will show you that you're almost guaranteed to win. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you just – he seriously, you just asked him to join another – do you get? Hey, Mike, can you? Do you want to join my league? It, it it happens. It I mean, it's not all the time, but it certainly happens. You know, people are like, hey, it'd be great if you could join this league, but unfortunately, I I just I'm in too many that I I wouldn't even be able to give the time to to your league. Not that I don't want to play with 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 other people. People listen to the show, but I want if I play in a league, I want to be able to give time and not just. Just throw, just you know, go through the motions for them. What question do you hate, as far as fantasy football goes? I can tell you mine, but I'll, I'll let you give yours first. Uh, I mean, I don't really hate any of them because uh, I'm that. I mean, that's my job is is to answer these questions. But is when you have uh, you know position versus position. So like, which which running back can I start? Like this guy or this guy? Like you know that on my website, there's completely free rankings where I list out every single player in order of who I think is going to have the better week. Now, granted, I I know there's some circumstances where, like based on your team makeup, you need a guy who has upside, and so there's some different things. But a lot of times, you're just like, you know, there there's rankings, and you can go look at them right now, and they will tell you who I would start of those. The question I hear a lot, and it, it's not on on these podcasts a lot, but uh, you read them when you're searching for for advice and stuff. The questions I can't stand are: They're up by thirty two. I have Jay Ajaye and AJ Green going. Do I have a chance? Uh, it does not bother me. People just people want some hope. They want something to hang on to. So I mean, I, I totally get your position from there. But those ones are fine with me. It's a, a fun thought experiment. The tough ones are a really tough one is when people are like, okay, I have, you know, the example, Jay, I have JHI. Who should I trade him for? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I... Like, no, that, that was the, I, I have no idea what's going on in your league. I don't know who needs a running back. I don't know what players they would be willing to give up. It's, 
Who should you trade him for? Antonio Brown. I mean, <laughs> go get the best player you can. It's just it's it's an, it's not that it's a bad question. It's just it's impossible for us to answer without any without context. When when I when I first got on the Finish Life app, I started in a trade chat room, and I was given. I'm going to call it really crappy advice because I feel like all my advice is normally pretty crappy. Those were definitely the questions that I hated the most was, you know, I have this person, who should I trade for him or what value, you know, can I get for him? Well, the value is kind of relative. You can get whatever, you know, somebody else values that particular player. Yeah. To somebody else. So I have Jay Ajaye. Do you have somebody in your league that has like Adrian Peterson that's that's hurt and Doug Martin that's that's hurt and you know has no other running backs? Is it a one point PPR? Is it you know there's there's way too much to just ask. yeah. I mean the truth the truth about players is they're worth what somebody will pay for them. Yep. I mean that that's what the value is. Uh, it, it it's a better question to ask. Uh, should I trade player X for player Y? That that's a much easier question to say. Oh yeah, well I like that. I like you getting that value right there. So you guys hear that out there listening? Stop bugging Mike with these simple questions. He's not going <laughs> to answer them anymore. Check, check the rankings. They're in the rankings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've taken up a good bit of your time, and I do. We definitely appreciate that. And having said that, why don't you plug yourself here? Anything you want to plug again? Go ahead and do that. Sure. Well, uh, um, once again, I'm Mike from the Fantasy Footballers. You can follow us on Twitter at the FF Ballers. You can follow me at FF Hitman. Our podcast is wherever podcasts are provided. Check it out. It's a good time. Uh, join in. Join, join in the Foot Clan community. You know, start listening to the show. I'm, I'm sure we can win you over. If you haven't listened, listen to a couple episodes. I'm sure we'll win you over. Yeah. If you're listening to us and you don't listen to him. You're probably doing this wrong. What if I don't listen? <laughs> what if I don't listen to either? Oh. <laughs> and I edit That's the like show. That's if, if a tree falls in the forest, is anyone around to hear it? Um, also, and I know you just did the you did your show. Uh, do me a favor. Go ahead and plug the GoFundMe one more time. Sure. It's footclanhelp.com and... Whatever you know, five bucks help my aunt out. I mean, she's a tremendous woman. Just has hit an extremely rough patch the last couple of years, and I mean, she just wants teeth, right? I mean, we all like our teeth. She would like to have some teeth as well. So if you can give anything, I appreciate it. She really appreciates it. All right, thank you again for coming on the show today. It was awesome to have you on. Like George said, the check is definitely in the mail. Uh, we might be able to throw in some swag in the same envelope. Uh, love it so with that wait how are you going to get it in the same envelope if it's already in the mail i I have a duplicate copy of that envelope (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel like one of these statements is a lie mike just sit by the sit by the mailbox it's coming (laughs) (laughs) i I appreciate it guys i appreciate you you asking me to have them or asking me to join you on the show We, we appreciate you saying yes yes absolutely so with that We're at Break From The Grind, and you can catch us on our website, www.bftgpodcast.com. You can go to our Gmail account at bftgpodcast at gmail.com. Send your your answers for the Fat Guy Food Tips. We're going to give away a prize. You can find us on Twitter at bftgpod. 
And we're also on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Podbean, and that's pretty much it. But go give us a review, especially after this one, because this one I feel like is going to be pretty good. Don't listen to the last ones, but this one, give us a review. Yeah, don't listen, don't listen to the Sal episode. Thank you. I was just getting ready to say that. I, I'm <laughs> thinking about going home and editing this one first and putting it out before Sal, so his question makes no sense whatsoever. His question has been rend- rendered invalid. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you for taking a break from your daily grind.